This is your Frederick Real Estate Update, a conversation about the regional real estate market with tips for buyers and sellers. Your hosts, REMAX Results' Darren Ahern and Presidential Bank Mortgage's Terry Kernan. All right, folks, welcome back to your Frederick Real Estate Update. I am Darren Ahern with REMAX Results, bringing you over 20 years of experience in the Maryland and PA region. And I have with me the one, the only, the man with the, a new calculator in his hand from Presidential Always Bank Mortgage, Mr. Terry Kernan. Yes, here we go. Happy holidays, happy everything. Happy, happy, happy. All right, Terry, I'm going to do some quick numbers, and I'm going to let you unleash some of the Christmas presents that you have brought in the studio today. So, hope everybody's doing well. Thanks for tuning in. By the way, all of our listeners, you guys can go back to WFMD.com in the drop-down and go to your Frederick Real Estate Update, where, Terry, we have 335 past programs of information that will wow all of you, answer all your questions, cares, thoughts, and concerns. But each and every week, we like to take yours, so you can do that right here. All right, here we go, Terry. These are the numbers for Frederick County in our local market. Active homes on the market right now is 322. Last week, we were at 335, so we're sliding back a little bit there. Resales, 168 homes resales. Average time on the market for those is 53. We went up a little bit. What, about four or five days? Yeah, we went That's up three. We were at 50. We're at 53 days with the average median sale price of the resales is 487500 New construction, 154. Those buggers are still out there with an average median price of 633 And that is the single-family homes, by the way. So coming soon, we only have 20 of those. And uh, we'll see that number, I think, in January start to get up to about 30 or 40 at least, maybe 50. Um, and then pending under contract, all 348 with 138 brand new builds under contract, 210 resales. Um, and in the past 30 days, uh, we've had 254 homes sell, so about eight or nine a day. Average time of those solds are the resales only, 17 days, because you don't use new construction because those take six months. And that always messes up and screws up the data, so we throw that stuff on out. List to price ratio is still hanging on at 100%. Somebody says, how can that be? Especially when you have about 40 to 42% of all homes active on the market have already made a price adjustment downwards to try to get a buyer. The reason why that number can stay that way is simply because um, that takes into account all the homes that have been bidded up, the bidding wars that are still happening in certain price ranges. That also takes into an account new construction, which is always, Terry, when's the last time you saw a brand new build? Not a praise, you know? Um, it's um, to 20, it takes, to, to, to 2008, 2008, <laughs> 2008. We haven't seen a brand new home. Ooh, I, just, I just, I, I just shuddered. I, yeah, I, you did. That's okay. A little shudder <laughs> over there. And then, um, and then it could be, obviously there's going to be some that have made, but, but the key thing you have to remember is anyone that's making, um, typically nine out of 10 homes that are making a price adjustment to get an offer. Um, is typically two or three percent. It's not like they're dropping their price ten percent, which that would mess up the data quite a bit. But we don't see that too much. So, all right, Terry, I'm going to hand it over and let you talk about Chairman Powell showed up in a Santa Claus outfit and handed out what kind of gift did he hand out this week before Christmas? It's all about the rates. <laughs> all about the rates. So, so last week we talked, and the week before we talked about this was going to be big news coming up, and that was going to be the CPI which is the Consumer Price Index. That's what you and I pay for goods. What happened there? It was supposed to stay flat, but it went up 0.1%. 
But what it did was the month over month, year over year, inflation dropped ever so slightly from 3.2 to 3.1%. So that news was okay. But then the producer price index, and this kind of will sh hopefully show up a little later in the in the CPI, is that the comp producer price index, the PPI, was basically flat, and it was expected to raise 0.1%. So basically, they had this data. They went into their Fed meeting, and Chairman Powell basically came out, and I quote, said, Quote it. After... Much consideration, the governors and I are going to listen to Terry Kernan, and we're going to stop raising rates. Bingo. That's all. That's all. They came out, and uh, I, it was great for me. I got some good credit there. But basically what they said is not only are we going to stop raising rates, but the next time we move the rates, it's probably going to be in a downward motion. Why? Because... We still have unemployment under 4%. Think about this, 3.7% yep. unemployment for a very long time. Interest rates are, um, are uh, inflation is creeping down. Now, is it at 2%? No, it's going to take a while to get to 2% because if to get to 2%, it's going to, we have to go a lot faster. If we want to go faster, it's going to be deflation, which is not a good thing. Yep. Okay, So we want to stay flat. And then it'll basically catch up, and we will work our way back down, too. So they were very, very, very positive. Chairman Powell was very positive when he came out. The feeling was great. If anybody saw the stock market, it was up 560 points. It's now over 37,000. So Breaking records almost. Breaking records all over the place. So it's great, great news. So you say, okay, Terry, you know. what does that mean What's to us? What's going on? Yeah. That means that the interest rates, as, I, as I've talked about, They've been coming down over the last 30 days. They had a bump on Thursday that I haven't seen in a very, very long time. You had the 10-year Treasury bond, which is kind of what we look at to price out our mortgage. This is where the investors say, you know, we're going to kind of, however the 10-year goes, that's how we're going to look. Now, the 10-year bond, and I've talked about it on the show, the 10-year yield was as high as 4.9%. A month ago. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Yesterday, it got right down to around 4%. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yep. So what we're taking a look at is we're looking at a huge drop. So on Thursday, when Chairman Powell came out and announced this, rates dropped even further than they had over the previous uh, four weeks. So let's talk about, okay, rates have dropped. What does that mean, Terry? Get to your point. Land the plane, Terry. Here comes the plane. I'm about to land it. We were at 8 and a quarter percent just six yeah, weeks ago. Yeah, that was scary. Okay. We were getting nervous. Just Grinch, six weeks ago. The Grinch was in the place. <laughs> Phone stopped ringing. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a lot of pessimism. There's not a lot of optimism. Uh, but when rates started to come down, after Thursday's announcement, let's talk about rates and where they are and where they're headed. I believe that they're headed south. I believe that they're headed in a downward trend. Now, We've seen such an improvement that I think it's going to level off. I don't mind leveling off. I've said that 100 times on this show. I've said it 200 times. Volatility is very hard to sell. Yeah. Consistency yes. is very easy to sell. There you go. In rates. So let's talk about what it means to the person. Rates have gone from eight and a quarter down to about 6.75%. The average loan in this area, Frederick, is about $350,000. All right. Okay. 
the average loan. We we know the sales price is yeah, higher, but when you higher, work out the, the loans and loan. stuff, the average loan works out about three hundred and fifty thousand dollars. At $350,000 six weeks ago, that principal and interest payment mm -hmm. was $2,629. All right. Okay. $2,629. Today, it's $2,270. Ooh. Okay. That's a difference of $359. Wow. That's a car payment. Yeah, okay? that's getting towards a car payment. So what it really means to you is if I'm buying a house today, what does that mean in six weeks ago's dollars? Okay, so that same principal and interest payment, forget the taxes, forget the insurance, that doesn't fluctuate. But what we're talking about is we're talking about the principal and interest. At a 6.75% interest rate, that principal and interest payment drops to $2,594. Mm -hmm. If we look and say, well, how much more buying power does that give us? Yeah, that's Apples what people want to know. Yep. People want to know. At a four hundred, these numbers are at three hundred and fifty thousand dollars. At a four hundred and five thousand dollar loan, so fifty five thousand dollars more. Wow! At six point seven five, the difference is three dollars less than it is than it was six weeks ago. So a four hundred and five thousand dollar loan today costs three dollars less wow. than a than a three hundred and fifty thousand dollar loan did six weeks ago. Wow! Does that make sense? Yeah. That's, Did I that's, explain that okay? That's layman's terms. There you okay. go. Okay. So as you can tell, a lot of enthusiasm in my voice. Enthusiasm breeds enthusiasm. What does it mean to us? What does it mean to our market? So at the Mortgage Bankers Association, it was stay alive until 25, okay? <laughs> Hang in there is basically what they were saying until 2025. Yeah. I think that is going to come up a little closer. And I've said this a lot, that rates were going to come down oh, yeah. in, in the presidential election. Yep. But, you know, stay alive till 25 is, I think we're moving that into 24. I think we're going to see an early spring market. Yeah, I we're do We're still too. going to see the lull. I think people are going to wait and see where rates settle out a little mm -hmm. bit. And then I think they're going to jump in the market. So now is a very good time to get ahead of the curve. Yep. Now is a very good time to... Look at putting your house on the market. Now is a very good time, in my opinion, to buy. Because if rates do come down, which they should in the next 24 months, yeah. you can still refinance into a lower rate within the next 18 to 24 months. Yep. And I guess you'll probably see anybody you were doing loans with uh, previously that were in that 7 in three quarters, 8%. I don't know. Did you have anybody at eight and a quarter? Um, I would think anybody that was at seven and three quarters, if we're now at six and three quarters, a whole point differential, you're almost kind of sort of getting on the edge of, hey, any more reduction, you're almost in the candidacy to be refinancing soon. That's correct. But, I'm but not, give me your butt. But yeah. here's the no, butt. Well, I'm not okay. going to recommend anybody to refinance. Okay. Until we feel that the rates have dropped. So I'm not going to say, hey, Darren, let's refinance. Even though I know rates are coming down yeah. and you can probably do it again in five, six months, let's refinance now because I need the money here because yeah. we've been very, very yeah, slow, slow for the last. So that is not my style. Yeah. There will be people out there that will say, you got to grab this rate. It's it's great. Blah, 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 blah. Let's refinance you. 
Don't do that. Please don't do that. Wait till the rates settle down. Yeah. Don't start thinking about refining until next August. I think that's when we're going to see rates drop even farther yep. going into the presidential election, mm-hmm. no matter who's in office or who's running. Yeah, or it doesn't whatever matter. Case, it doesn't matter. It's, it's a presidential the, it's a election it's, it's just a show game. I still predict we're going to go to, I think, by the election this this year coming up. I still think we'll be at about 6% or a little lower. I've had some people say, Darren, are we going to be at 5%, 4%? I don't know if we're going to get that aggressive. I would be shocked, but I think we're going to be right around 6-ish. I, I believe we'll, three quarters somewhere. By, by the election, I think we'll be in the fives. Yeah. So uh, if we see that first number is a yeah. five, we're rocking it. So, so that would be the time, in your opinion, that the majority, the, the chances of that happen is greater than not gambling, if you will, for a minute. And it seems like that's going to be better in the longer run for someone out there considering refinancing their mortgage rather than waiting in two or three months if it gets down to um, five, um, six. Six, 6% or six and a quarter. Yeah. If it comes down another half percent, eh, there's still probably a little bit of room. We may see it come on down into 2024. So it yeah. may be worth your while overall to mm-hmm. wait a little bit um, because you and I, I think agree, and I think most people realize this, I don't think, unless something crazy happens in our economy, I don't think we're going to see rates go up as fast, as quick as we did um, whatsoever in the last year or two. So that's well, that's the prediction. Well, I talked about the Mortgage Bankers Association luncheon that I was at last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, saw a lot of old friends, just guys I started in the business with back in the 80s. And the one thing that was very, very real was everybody that we talked to, everybody, you know, everybody chatting was like, yeah, we've seen this before, but not this bad. Yeah. You know, it's been crazy before, but not this bad. Yeah. And I, I truly believe that once we get past it, um, the farther away we get from it, yeah. the less we'll feel that it was all that bad. Oh, I agree. You know, well, it's kind of like it, COVID. It's like, well, I mean, yeah, I remember wearing a mask here and there, but nobody was dying, right? I mean, we weren't dying wearing a mask and things like that. So, yeah, that's a good way to put it. I think you're right. The further away we get, the more time it takes to get past um, what we've endured. And we just see calmer waters. I think it's just going to be more calm waters in general. And stability. And I've always said, and you've heard it from me as a real estate agent, I still think 5%, man, just stick the dang number at 5%. It just feels like that's the best waters, especially as you know I love my race boats. That's like the Key West best waters to race a boat in. Just put them at 5%, and I think everything in life will be perfect, and it'll be great, and we'll be having a nice adult beverage in the sunshine and all that good stuff, right? Absolutely. <laughs> so that, that's that's, that's a good way to put it. That is staggering. $55,000 more of purchasing power in your payment, almost $360 less per month that is what equates to just in a matter of six weeks or so, right? Yeah. Of six, an adjustment down. That's six, unreal. Seven weeks. Now, if anybody out there is listening and thinking, oh, this is going to happen again in the next six weeks, I wouldn't hold your breath. I, I don't think, I don't see how our economy and the inflationary things and all the other stuff they're trying to tackle still a little bit is going to be able to endure all that. So, all right, let's get into Terry. I told you prepping a home for sale, the spring market, how to get ready for the spring market. Yes, we did see a little snow on the mountain already. We had an inch up there at our house. 
Um, so we are going to get more of that, but we do need to pay attention to what it is going to take to get your home ready for the spring market. As I've been talking about tips and tricks for everyone out there. So getting ready to sell this amazing townhouse right there on Seneca Lake in Montgomery County. Um, I love, I love, people say there's waterfront property in Montgomery County. Yes, there is. We have lakes and all kinds of good places. It's and, a um, great spot. It is. So I, mean, I, I live I, down this, there. This is Timber Oaks. So this is one of the best, one of my favorite communities practically in all Montgomery County because you literally can come home, sit on your back deck, overlook Seneca Lake, jump in the canoe, which I have a canoe that conveys with the property, and literally you can paddle out 100 feet and you feel like you're back out in like Ocean City or somewhere in the marshland of Aztec Island or somewhere nice like that. Um, and it's beautiful. But yet, if you go a mile away, you've got all the shopping, the bus routes, you've got all the amenities and everything that everybody could ever want, including Starbucks. So that's what makes it nice as well. So I'm getting ready to sell this place. Now, this was rented for about 10 or 15 years, built in 1997. Um, 10, 15 years been rented to the same people, and it is dated like 1987. Terry, do you remember what kitchens looked like in 1987? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Dark, dark, uh, dark, very dark wood and butcher block countertops. Yeah, it has that. Yeah, it looks like wood, but it's the fake Formica thingy on there. Yeah, 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 yeah. brass fixtures everywhere. That gold brass, I mean, right. you can touch it. It's in the light fixtures. It's on the fireplace uh, screen. I mean, it's all brass, brass everywhere, right? So there's this place dated out pretty good. They People just left out of there. I got the place to myself nice and vacant. My sellers are from Connecticut who got me off the internet who are amazing. And I said to them, they said, all right, Darren, what do we need to do to get Get this thing ready to sell. We don't want it to take longer than 30 days, and we have a little bit of a budget, but we want to know what's biggest bang for the buck and everything like that. So um, so I went in, met with them. They came down, met with them, and uh, so here's what we began to start to do. Number one, Terry, the most, the biggest splash, it's like a splash in the swimming pool, big belly flopper. All right, paint and flooring. So this paint floor, the carpet and this, that. I said, you got to put down some nice luxury vinyl, middle grade, nothing dirt cheap, not that 99 cent stuff that's peeling up in two minutes. And you also don't want to spend $6 a square foot, but something that's relatively, the price have come down enough to where they're really high, good mid-grade quality that's going to do the job like that. And so everything, lighten it down. Like you said, we're trying to lighten everything down a little bit. Um and then, and then the painting we did, we got that nice light gray, neutral type color. It makes it look bigger, cleaner, crisper, the whole nine yards like that. Flooring, we went ahead and we uh, I went and picked that out, sent them the samples and all that. And the Sherwin-Williams, I love the internet because you can send sellers everything right over there. They can see the colors, the whole nine yards. And you can actually, there's programs where you can take pictures of the property, the pictures of the place inside, the way it looks now. And then immediately there's a Photoshop method to be able to switch it out and be able to add in the colors of what the walls will look like, what the floor, everything will look like when it's finished and done. And it doesn't cost much to do that. And so it got a little trick right there for everybody. Here's the bottom line. Whatever dollar you spend for paint and flooring, nine out of 10 times, for every dollar you spend, you get at least a dollar plus back. So it's a two for one special. So if you're spending, let's say, $10,000 on, you know, the whole place, it was less than that, but let's say mm-hmm. it's like $10,000, you're going to actually keep the value up, the asking price up by at least double that or more. 
that is huge. That is the biggest bang for your buck you can pretty much get. It's over 100% rate of return. So for the paint, the flooring, the whole nine yards, we put in about $20,000, and that's going to bring back and hold at least $25,000 in value right there. Plus, here's the good part. Um, it's going to sell for more, and it's going to sell quicker because most buyers today, two big things. Number one, they don't have the time or the money to be able to typically put in the paint and flooring because they want to move their stuff in. They just don't, they don't want to mm -hmm. be delayed and all that. Now, what about that person that says out there, yeah, but Darren, don't you think the buyers are going to want to pick their own paint color and their own flooring? Why don't I mean, we that's just give an allowance? You're, because you got to do the you're doing the bathrooms and yeah. kitchens. Yeah, so... So, 9 out of 10 times, if it's nice and it, it it goes together really nice, 9 out of 10 buyers, they're actually going to live with it. Not too many buyers are going to come in and go, ah, that looks terrible. Let me rip up that flooring. Let me repaint and the whole nine yards. That was a stupid move, Mr. Seller, spending this kind of time and money and doing all this. 9 out of 10 times, they're not going to do that. Okay, mm -hmm. they're, they're really not going to do that. Um, so that was the number one thing we're doing. Second was the deck on the back there. Easy to power wash, to stain it. It's a 300% rate of return. Again, it's huge difference, major impression. It looks good, and it's something the buyers say, man, I don't own a power washer. I don't want to have to deal with that. This is done. I don't have to fool with this for the next two to three years or more. I love it. This is great. Okay. That brings a lot of value back. Also, landscaping, usually a good return on your money, and it sells faster, that curb appeal thing, especially this time of year. So when I encountered this townhouse, leaves are in the front. There's a hose sitting there. There's garbage debris, this, that, whatever. Looks terrible. It's basically, it doesn't look good for the time of the year. We're not in the spring, so we already know we're not going to get green grass and flowers coming up. But what you can do is we power wash the entire front stoop all the way down to the sidewalks and everything. I'm going to make the, we made the neighbors look bad. They're just like, ah, oh, we better catch up with things. But the big thing is this. We're going to put down some mulch and things like that, and it's just going to look really good for the wintertime, nice and clean, nice curb appeal. Um, landscaping always is a good rate of return. Now, here's what we're not doing. Okay. We're not doing the kitchens and bathrooms. Okay. Somebody would say, well, why not? Why would you not do the kitchens and baths? These typically don't have the most positive return on investment unless you do them yourself. If you're not getting a contractor involved at $75 or $100 an hour, and you're going to do the sweat equity and do a bathroom and a kitchen, you know how to do it yourself, and maybe, or let's say you do most of it, and, and you only you need is just like a plumber to come redo some of the plumbing in the kitchen or something like that or a bathroom real quick, then, then it may be worth looking into. But okay. if you're hiring out a contractor... The prices for cabinetry, the prices for everything right now is just really, really high. And the max you'll get is about 80 cents on the dollar. So there's a percentage of, I hope you enjoyed it, a level of, I hope you enjoyed it. Well, if you're turning around and selling a place immediately, there is no level of enjoyment. You don't get to use it. So therefore, it becomes most cost per efficient to basically give that over to a buyer and then let just them do and put in what, what, what they want to do. So is it going to hurt selling the house? No, not really. If it was, I would have told my guys, no, do it no matter what. Be quiet. Do it. Let's get on with business. Okay. The other big thing is that your roof or an HVAC and things like that, that stuff, updating those, those hold values. This is a condo, which means 
the condo association changes out the roofs. The buyer, the seller doesn't own that essentially on the outside. So therefore they do the windows, the windows, the, the owner does and everything on the inside, but the roof and everything on the outside, there's no need to do that because that comes with this particular property that it's not just an HOA, but it's a condo association. Now, HVAC systems, furnaces, and things like that, nine out of 10 times, those only hold value, Terry. Those are, they don't necessarily increase value because you would do that whether you stay or sell. That is what the difference is between maintenance and holding value versus something that adds value. Adding value are upgrades that weren't there before or additions onto a property or things like that. That changes it kind of like that because now an appraiser has additional information data to be able to plug in rather than what's already existing and what's already there. So, okay. um, but these do become very desirable to the buyers because why, again, they don't have the money or they don't want to deal with it. And these items, Terry, they can't be financed. Whereas if they were done, they are now financed and possibly within the home buying it already. So my advice is usually nine out of 10 times put in additional split unit systems or AC or cassette, we call them in uh, specific rooms and things like that, especially if it's an older house rather than run it through the entire place. So uh, must do thing is real quick is smoke detectors, anything 10 years or older, those have to be changed out by law. And then a bunch of little items like that, that are just very small, but basically uh, bring more, as I call, sellability to the property. So in this case, this one, if we're selling it as is, the way it's sat versus all the items we're doing, they're going to put about $30,000, to $30,000 into the property. Okay. But they're also, at the end of the day, going to be able to sell it not only $30,000 higher, but about $55,000 higher. So by doing all this work and having me help them do this, they're going to actually walk away with about twenty dollars to $25,000 extra by doing that. So what price range are we looking at? We were going to be, yep, we were going to be at the 395 range as is because it needs that much work. Okay. Right now, the way it sits, not doing the bathrooms and the kitchen and a few other little odds and ends, uh, some of the lights, we're going to do a few of those and a few other things. We're going to be sitting at 445. The ones that are decked out, the bathrooms are finished, the kitchens are done. The last sale, the highest one was 480. So we're still going to be about $40,000 less than the top one. But we're taking into account the bath, two bathrooms, the kitchen, and a few other things. Um, the hot water tank's not updated. The furnace is not updated and all those things like that. So at the end of the day, I'm pretty darn confident being right on the lakefront. And these do not come up for sale often at all. I am very confident we will get multiple offers, which obviously in the market we're in still, you get a multiple offer situation, Terry. What's the first thing a buyer throws out and they don't ask for? The inspections. The inspections, the well, closing costs. The appraisals. The, the appraisals, the two one buy downs, all that goes right on out the window, which is benefit for the seller. So So when do you plan is this gonna be a spring? No, this is going by Christmas time. I got my flooring coming in tomorrow. My guy starts Monday. The painting just got finished. My son did the power wash in the deck. We're rocking it. I'm I'm I feel awesome. like a general contractor, but hey. It's all part of the business of a real estate agent, and my people are happy as up there. And you know what she did? It's the greatest compliment a real estate agent can get is I get emails from her from Connecticut, and she said, Darren, I'm so glad we met you online. I'm so glad we chose you. You got everything under control. You're taking care of all the things that we don't even have time to deal with. And I said, that's my job. I want to make you so happy that you tell all your family, friends, and everyone all around the country to be able to help me out, let you let, awesome. help you out and the people that I work with. So it's going to be a really good thing like that. So, 
All right. So those are the uh, big things here. Um, next, make sure you send in your questions and things for us. We appreciate you tuning in. Go into the Dropdown WFMD um, on the uh, website there and on my site. And you can go in the Dropdown and listen to all our past programs. And you can basically also call into the station here at any time, 301-694-9363. And we wish you guys happy holidays coming up. Go get your Christmas shopping done. Terry, any final words from you? No, just uh, keep an eye on the 10-year treasury. If that keeps going down, you know that rates are going to keep going down. All right. We're always here for you from your Looking Frederick Real Estate Update. Looking to purchase a home or refinance your existing mortgage? If so, Lawyer Signature Settlements is here to assist you with that process. Lawyer Signature Settlements is a local attorney-owned title company with over 100 years of combined experience conveniently located in Frederick, Maryland. We are licensed to conduct closings in the states of Maryland, Pennsylvania, Virginia, and West Virginia. With two attorneys on staff here at Lawyer Signature Settlements, we ensure the most thorough review process paired with affordable rates, accommodating scheduling, and outstanding customer service. So next time you need to place your signature on closing documents, call Lawyer Signature Settlements at 301-695-1235 or visit us on the web at www.signaturesettlements.com. We hope to see you at the closing table. Hello, this is Terry Kernan with Presidential Bank Mortgage in downtown Frederick. And the best way to reach me always is on my cell phone at 301-639-9244, 301-639-9244, or you can always email me at tkernan at presidential.com. And this is Darren Ahern from REMAX Results. You can reach me anytime, 240-344-1713. Again, it's 240-344-1713 or at DarrenAhern at gmail.com. Thanks so much for tuning in to your Frederick Real Estate Update. We will see you each and every Saturday right here on WFMD at 11 o'clock. Past editions of this program are available in the audio vault at WFMD.com.